A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Judges from across the world met at the World Champion Cheese Contest in Madison this week, eager to select winners across 141 different classes. Craig Jolie has been a judge of the contest for over 10 years and traveled from Cabot, Vermont, to help select this year's world champion. So my name's Craig Jolie. I'm with Cabot Cheese. So I've been there for about 18 years. So I'd like to say I've been in the farming industry for about 40 years. So I grew up on a small dairy farm, and then I started at Cabot. Uh, originally kind of in the quality department, and then I you know, worked my way into cheese grading for years, and then uh, I did R&D for a while, and then uh, at this point I'm doing sales. So. And how long have you been a judge here? I've been judging here for just over 10 years. What makes you want to come back to an event like this? Uh, well, not only do we have access to some of, uh, you know, some of the greatest cheeses in the world uh, that are coming in, but, I mean, you've got some of the greatest dairy minds in the world also. You know, it's really great this contest focuses so much on, you know, bringing in judges from all over the world and kind of getting different perspectives on that. So. Mm-hmm. And when you are here judging, you're obviously trying different cheeses all day long, but what are some of the things that make a cheese stand out to you? What are the things that you're specifically looking for when you're going through this process? You know, a lot of it, obviously, we're looking to make sure that the cheesemaker kind of knows, like, what an ideal version of that cheese looks like. And, uh, I mean, a lot of it also is kind of their added, like, craftsmanship put behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, just being able to look at the appearance on the outside, just seeing, you know, how much added work they've put into it, you know, different, like, levels of ingredients that they've put into it. I mean, just, you know, being able to kind of, like, identify like a masterful recipe that you know that the cheesemakers really put time behind mm-hmm. and sending in like quality samples where you know you know a lot of these it, I don't, people don't always understand like the amount of work that has to go in at the factory level to go through and like you know all this different inventory picking out you know these really high-end pieces to send to the contest so and today I saw that you were judging a medium heat cheese. Yes. So how how do you handle heat like that when you're trying a cheese? Is there something that you do between samples? How does that work when you're working through a class with sometimes 30 different cheeses in it? Yeah, so I mean, especially with heat like this, right? Because kind of over time, you're just going to, it's going to kind of build up. So we, we take a little time off between each one. I mean, not a lot, you know, maybe a minute. Uh, otherwise, you know, we're kind of flushing our mouth a lot with water. Uh, yeah, otherwise, it's just kind of, part of it is, you know, in the back of your mind, knowing that you're building up a little tolerance to the heat over time so taking that into consideration but yeah otherwise I mean all we can really do is to kind of take breaks in between and kind of keep our, our milks uh, flushed out a little bit and we've also got fruit to the table and crackers to help kind of cleanse the palate a bit but. and over your 10 years here as a judge what is the most unique thing that you've seen through your experiences Ah, uh, most unique. I don't know. I think one of the most memorable was, I mean, just I think the first year that I had judged, I think she was a fairly new uh, Gouda maker here, Marika. I think, I don't know, I guess that one of the more memorable was just seeing her, like, win grand champion. Uh, I think it was her first year entering into the cheese contest. So, I don't know, that's always kind of stuck with me, that, that how unique of an experience that was. So. Following a year with canceled events, including the United States Champion Cheese Contest, Craig had a message of thanks for the volunteers and supporters who made the World Contest possible this year. Thanking the tremendous amount of work that you know WCMA does to kind of put this together. I mean, think of the logistics of being able to get all this cheese in from around the world and uh, getting all these judges in. And then, yeah, I think a lot of the work from all the volunteers, you know, up to the two to three weeks before this event even drops, the amount of like logistics I have to go into being able to have all this cheese received, separated out here, and then, yeah, organizing an army of B-team volunteers to 
to, uh, to you know be able to get all this cheese out to people. So I think it's just uh, yeah, a giant feat of logistics is pretty pretty amazing, especially that most of the people are all volunteers. That's Craig Jolie, a judge from Cabot Creamery, who says his judging career has been fueled by supporters of the event, who are some of the most forward-thinking dairy minds in the world. To stay up to date with the World Championship Cheese Contest and to view the live stream event where the 2022 World Champion will be announced, visit their website at worldchampioncheese.org. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer. Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. 